Hello and welcome to Like Mother, Like Son, Like Movies. I'm Aaron and I'm here with my mother Lisa. Hello. Hello. And um, this, this we wanted to be a very chill, relaxed episode where we discuss our um, 2019 favorite movies. And um, uh, it's, I, so, and, and I, <laughs> I, I really tried my best to see as as much as many 2019 movies um but it's it wasn't possible for um, like until we had this like discussion and stuff so there's still many movies from 2019 that i didn't i haven't yet seen for example uh i i, I almost saw knives out um uh, i i i'm very excited to see taika waititi's uh, jojo rabbit because I, I love Taika Waititi and uh, I haven't seen Portrait of, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Yeah. And uh, there's this uh, very interesting movie called Monos. Have you heard about it? I heard some of it, but, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, me neither. It's very kind of hard to find. The, it feels kind of kind of out of reach movie in a way. And, and the, then, the Hidden Life. Yeah, that 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 very much like uh, Terence Malick's new film. Everybody's praising it, and I've always very much liked to watch the Malick movie. And um, and then also I haven't seen yet The King from Netflix, um, uh-huh. so I, I cannot say anything about that. Uh-huh. Uh, and you have been raving about this movie called The Golden Glove. That's, yeah, that probably we will hear more about and stuff. But I haven't seen it, so I I don't know about it. But I'm very excited to hear about it. It's a very strange <laughs> case in general. It's a very strange case. <laughs> okay. And um, if what what were the movies that you wanted to see in 2019, but you didn't get to see yet, and you, aha, uh-huh, yeah, but yeah. you are kind of excited to still like check out. I am. I am absolutely sure that one of my future favorites. One of the future favorites will be A Hidden Life by Terence Malik. Because in the trailer, I could see that that feeling of the nature coming in. It it fills you. And I think he's, I got his idea here that what we are in general. And he goes into very great subjects. So I think that film shows us that. Mm-hmm. What we really are, humanity, the nature, in in fact, mm-hmm. uh, that so we are the the you know the core of our being is in the nature, uh, and that is a very ambitious subject. And he, I think, he succeeds here. I am so eager to see. Sounds like to, the way you describe him and his his movie sounds like you're talking about Tarkovsky or yeah, like yeah, but different, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's one. Then the other one, which I'm sure will be marvelous, is Les Miserables, the French one from the suburbs. Ah, yeah. I'm, I really love to see the suburb films in the, in any country, like you know the slums and the suburbs and the, how mm. the normal people live. Like, so I'm sure that will be for me 
Yeah, and especially because it's uh, the name is Victor Hugo, which uh, I think it adds and not yeah. the, the not takes off. Yeah, yeah, you you so you you like it because indeed we we had this small talk about it because we we were very confused here um, with metal that because it kind of we overlooked the film because of the name we didn't really realize that it was something else or something yeah, so we were we were else. like criticizing that you should just like make another name for it but you you are kind of supporting it like yeah because it tells about the, probably about the same thing mm-hmm. yeah and. Uh, then a lot of uh, documents I haven't seen, and I'm I'm really eager to see documents. I love them. I love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, for instance, that do- you see, I can't remember the names because <laughs> I haven't seen it. But about the Imelda Marcos, this this Philippine uh, politics in Philippines, the uh-huh. the lady with the ten thousand shoes. The, uh, you that's know, the name. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But it's it's about the can, how crazy can politics be, and who gets into power and robs the people and so on. Yeah. Imelda Marcos is the wife of the Marcos mm-hmm. on Philippines. And then another, which I my favorite subject is this Russian oligarch, this Khodorovsky. There's a mm. document I haven't seen it, and I have to see it. Yeah, there was a Dog Point festival, but I couldn't go there this year. And they're really good, mm-hmm. but they will show them in television. Some of them, so. Oh, that's nice. Uh, but then there's this known one, which I guess probably in all over the world is now most talked. Is the cave document the cave, which is the hospital in Syria in a cave. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So probably that is interesting, and so on. You know, all those I I just love the documents. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to say about the films which I haven't seen because I've seen so much. Yeah, I had okay. a luck to see. What? How about that? Yeah, you you have a good uh, kind of you you have a good situation where you have seen a lot. So I think maybe your your. Uh, Top movies so is very accurate in that sense because you have really had the time to compare and. But there are some important movies for me aside from the really the the top ones. It's like I can't really say because everyone is a top one. For this me. is like a. But, but uh, you know those, they like the Golden Glove. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, and and another one like that is uh, Francois. Francois Ozon's By the Grace of God. It didn't get so much attention and so on, and people, even the critics, but I think it is a perfect film. It's a really good one about Catholicism, with wow. Catholic life. So, this Ozon was the same with the swimming pool and stuff? Or? Yeah. That's the one. Oh, crazy. I, I didn't even hear that he made a new film. Crazy. Yeah, because they don't talk about it. Yeah. It looks like a kind of a everyday movie, like nothing really mm. so on. But it's about the pedophile case and so about the men who, three men who suffer about the, yeah, yeah. And So anyway. And it's, it's like kind of like other previous Ozon movies, like similar kind of little bit twisted in, in some matches. Yeah, he's always like that. Yeah. It, so yeah. so you can kind of get the idea like what yeah. you can expect and stuff. 
But it's very documentary, like oh, mm. even. But it's anyway a film. But as a non-Catholic person, I I get clear picture about what Catholicism is. First time, like. Yeah. Very well, well, Martin Sorces does a lot of about. No, oh no. But this doesn't... talks about the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. It's a film about. How that Catholic Church affects a normal normal person on the street mm-hmm. in France. Okay, great. That, uh, and that men, three great. men. Yeah, I recommend it strongly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It it looks like nothing in the beginning, but it's it's exactly the right. Yeah. Yeah, and then there was this um, yesterday. Was it last year done this yesterday film? Yeah. Yeah. Well, such a good feeling. <laughs> such a good feeling. <laughs> yeah, was, you you was... feel good after that, and it makes your life sunshine. <laughs> I, I was so happy when I got your email about it because we saw. I I was also very. I wanted to see it quite badly, like, mm-hmm. and 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 then when we had the opportunity and we were about to see something else, and then I just like I felt like it's a movie that you feel like you need to see in a certain evening. You need you need a good film movie that is so light hearted mm-hmm. in a way and it just goes very easy and it's and 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 feel and like you are part of a group, part of the world, and that's good in it. It's like yeah, you're not alone, you're together. Yeah, and, and it's it, 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 it really helps to that you can listen Beatles. Yeah, for for and, a for a feature length time. I would say about the King. I have seen the King from Netflix. I mm-hmm. think there was another film called The King, but this is the King which talks about the Agincourt battle in France by the yeah. English King Henry the. This is the Fifth. Netflix movie. Yeah, and it's. I think it is a real great film. It's really good. So. But it, is, is this like now like your top movie? So is it more like an honorable mention? It, yeah, this is the honorable, but it should, can it can be in the top movies. Yeah, yeah, these sure. are still recommended. Like you, you mentioned them here, so because this Robert Pattinson, it's amazing. This uh, stupid French uh, crown prince, there, it's not. It's something to see these performances and then you get the history which I've always liked really to see how do they fight all these people and mm-hmm. what do they ah yeah and, and this Timothy Salamed is a good act so uh, then there's um, there's uh, also the film Joker by yeah. Todd Phillips which we have talked before already, but I think it's good only because it's uh, Joaquin Phoenix is uh, top actor. Yeah, that's the best part and of the movie. And the second part of it is, is that the music is amazing. It's this ice, Icelandic young woman who is mm-hmm. a composer. Yeah, it's, How it's, can she be so good so young? But okay, that's wrong to say. Anybody can be good anytime. Yeah, it doesn't but, matter, but but it it, yeah. it has been given getting a lot of awards and it's, it has a big buzz. Around yeah, it. so yes, the yeah, Joker is good for that, but otherwise it's um, it's a good film. Yeah, but I it's not on my top ten. Joaquin Phoenix is on my top ten. Yeah, and then I have to say about the Golden Glove. 
I think people have misunderstood it because it's a it's horrible killing. The whole film is about horrible killing. It's a serial killer, a kind of a true story, but that doesn't matter here. I think, but but I think his point in the film is something else completely. It's not that if you can. Go to the theater and sit there alone in the whole theater because nobody else comes to see his <laughs> horror. And you can stand that he's sewing these bodies just from the straight from the beginning. He's sewing the bodies, and you have to just stand it. It's it's uh, unbearable. But mm. if you look at the whole film through, you get the idea what he wants to say. Mm-hmm. About the society, it's about the German society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are the immigrants. He always talks. Fatih Akin is this director from Turkey. He's German, Turkish origin, and he always points out. makes films about immigrants. Have you? Can you name like other movies that he made? Ah, uh, in the fate. Mm-hmm. Well, also, I was maybe the only one to look watching <laughs> in the theater, and I thought it will be full. <laughs> and then there, there has been before in the th- library. I took all his films. I was in. He's run it many, many years. Now I don't just suddenly remember the names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always about immigrants, and he has his point. He that's his subject, and this is a very daring movie to do. He took a chance that nobody goes to see it ever, mm. because it's so horrible. But the point is not that killing there. It's not that point. Mm. Exactly like it was the house that Jack built with this uh, Danish. Danish. Lars von Trier. Lars von Trier, who didn't make also. It's not the point of the film. Is not the killing, yeah. something else. And if you can pa- go past that. You get it. So, do you have any other honorable mentions that you wanted to say? Well, there are always there is this. Uh, I saw the <clears throat> Wild Goose Lake from Diao Yinan, Chinese. Mm-hmm. It stays in my head, in my memory, forever. I think, mm. even if it's not the top film of of the year. Mm. It's a, it's about Chinese society, like in some some town somewhere there, which is incredible. It's just um, hard to understand mm-hmm. how people have to live like that. And wasn't Midsommar last year? Yeah, that's one of the good films. But okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I decided that at first I wasn't going to include it because. My my criteria for my honorable mentions were eight out of ten or uh, four stars. Yeah. Um, that and it got for me uh, seven out of ten, f- three yeah. and a half. Yeah. But I would recommend to people to see it because it's it's a, it's a great movie. Still, mm. it's it's there's so much going on there and stuff and it 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 it. it Generally disappointed me, but it's if you want to, it's just as an experience and 
if if you are a creative person, I think it will get give you a lot because the visual and the, the 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 cinematic experience of it is like there's so much stuff going on there. It's yeah. it's it's very beautiful film and stuff. I I wasn't that that happy with the with the script, so that's why it kind of get got low. Uh-huh. Um, Points. But it's also the good point in it is that this Florence Pugh, who is acting, who is a wonderful actor, actress, I think she's young, she's mm. 24 or something. Yeah, she really was great. She's great in many films in the last year I've seen her. She was also in The Little Women. Yeah, and I, I really want to see now like, Little Women because of because her. Because of her. And, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I want to see her again because she was so, so great. Yeah, but she was also in The Little Drama Girl. Yeah, you, you mentioned that. Yeah, TV but that, that wasn't last year. It was the previous. Ah, okay, so I think. for me... The, but, yeah. but anyway, I, I really want to see that one also. Um, Jamwook Park. Okay. Korean. So um so what do we do now? So mm-hmm. so I I I I I can still say my honorable mentions before we move on. Oh okay. So these are not like the top movies but these are great movies that really I recommend people to see. So uh, you already mentioned Joker. Um yeah. that that was very a good movie that you you can uh, I can recommend. Mm. Uh then um once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm-hmm. um, the Tarantino's fa- uh, newest movie. It was, a, it was a great movie, that, and I was very happy that it was kind of a very pleasant movie experience in the sense that I was so happy to be back with Tarantino. Like, because yeah. I, I had this like history with Tarantino, and that, that I, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was around Inglorious Pastors that I kind of lost like I couldn't really follow him anymore and I just and I think we have been talking about him <laughs> I yeah, think I mentioned yeah. it in the our Joker once upon a time uh, yeah. so great so I, I, I it was a wonderful time for me uh, so and then uh, Dolomite is my name on Netflix uh, Eddie yes. Murphy it's great to see Eddie Murphy back like oh, it's, it was such a pleasure to see him you know in a good comedic role I agree. And it's like it it there's something like it it's a great movie about making movie. And then uh, uh, another Netflix. There's a lot of Netflix stuff now. Like there was really yeah, good. Yeah. good stuff coming out of Netflix and I I want to give a mention to Klaus. It was a fantastic Christmas movie, uh, animated movie that they made. You mean uh, you said Klaus? Klaus. Oh, Klaus. Yeah, I, I don't know if you have you Nothing s- I know about seen it, but it's uh, brilliantly animated. It's so beautiful and it's very uh, solid script. A little bit cliche there and here and stuff, but it's like it was really good. And there was a very good Sami representation in it. Uh-huh. Anyway, so now now we can go into the top movies. Oh yeah. If 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 that, that was all for me, like on oh, these are okay. so, these are great movies that we can recommend. That these are like top top movies that really like for me they're like nine out of ten oh. um i will i will there's uh, i will get to the 10 out of 10 later but these are like the best of 2019 so you want to start or i start or how do we oh. go oh, i can just say not to talk about this so much but just to say the names 
Uh, then you can talk because maybe they are okay. many. So uh, they are not exactly like in order because it cannot be done in order very much. Yeah, so they so they are all equal. Yeah, there's such, such a film called Non-Fiction. It's French, but it's in English it's Non-Fiction by Olivier Asayas. Mm. Uh, Juliette Binoche in, in si, the, the this, leading lady. And this guy made like personal shopper and... Uh, yes, so, he's okay. yeah, really good director in every film he has done. So non-fiction in English. Was it double V in France? Mm -hmm. Double, yeah. And then The Hidden Life by Terence Malik. So you saw it? No, but I, I, I'm putting it because I told you that I'm sure it's <laughs> this nature thing. Wow, I didn't expect I gamble, that. but it's, yeah. I'm sure, okay. I don't gamble because it, I'm It's sure. a gamble, okay. <laughs> yeah. Then The Farewell by Lulu Wang. Mm -hmm. The Chinese, American Chinese. And then there's um, Dolomite is my name mm -hmm. in wow. my list. Wow. Yeah. Then Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Mm. It's, these all films are to be seen. Mm -hmm. uh, then there's The Lighthouse by Robert Edger. Wow. And Pain and Glory by Pedro Almodovar, which is a crime that it's not getting into top talk of the whole year only. Mm -hmm. But who can help it? Mm -hmm. When there are so many others. Well, it, it got some Oscar appreciation. Yeah. So. And it got some prizes already, but, but go and see it. Mm -hmm. And then I have uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood by Tarantino. Mm -hmm. For me, that's one of the yeah, best. Mm -hmm. And then there's The Irishman. Yeah. By uh, Scorsese. And then the first one I have is Parasite, Parasite by Bong Joon-ho. So that, that's your first, yeah, like the top movie of 2019? Yeah, it's strange that I can this time say that's the best even, and I made my decision before the, I read it everywhere that it's the best. This is a movie because Bong Joon-ho, he, he made the Snowpiercer, you remember? Yeah. He makes kind of a, a very um, explosive movies, a kind of aggression. They, yeah. they can be big sometimes, like with, with monsters and action set pieces. And yeah, and takes a gamble in the films, he, he, uh, kinds of elements which are undescribable. So it's his style. But, and in Snowpiercer, I didn't like it so much. I, there are very good points in it, but I didn't like it so much. But here, this was just right. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's funny that he, like somebody said, that he always makes the same movie. It's always about class. And so, like, you can really see the the similarities of Snowpiercer and Parasite, even though they, like, he always makes different genre. Like, Host is a monster movie, but it's about yeah. class. And then <laughs> Snowpiercer is an action movie, but it's about class. And then Parasite is like a drama, thriller, comedy, yeah. and it's about class, and so so he can kind of, he always, and he, and he said that he, 
he doesn't try to do that, but he, he just because he's a character, when he starts writing the characters, he sees that the class, like the, the, that comes out of the, the, because the characters cannot live outside of their environment. And yeah. he always sees it in that environment. Yeah. And it, it, there's that class struggle and stuff. So it, there, mm-hmm. he's always kind of criticizing, for example, capitalism and stuff. He's, it's him. He puts him, himself into his movies. You can see him yeah. in these movies. And yeah, he, he always either writes or co-writes his movies. Like he's always involved in the in, in, in the movie, like Martin Sources, what we talked yeah. about. And then uh, that's the, all of it, except that I have to mention this. Um, I, I forgot to mention Adam Driver. Because in Marriage Story, it's not included so much into this, except that you should see Adam Driver act. Mm. It's just perfect. Mm-hmm. He's doing such a good work. And also in The Dead Don't Die by Jim Jarmusch, which is one of my favorite films of this year, which people don't talk about so and much. They, and they don't like it, apparently. They don't like it, but <laughs> I like it. And I I've looked at it now three times, and I like it best, better and better every time, and I can uh, get his idea in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so try to get the idea and see it. Yeah, yeah it feels it. like you, you every year you get one film that is like your favorite film, like it goes right on your top list, or like, well, I don't know if that Don't Talk goes there, but um, there's also with downsizing and stuff that there's like like completely like the that are like bombed at Rotten Tomatoes or like nobody likes but for you, it's like one of the favorite movies. Yeah. You always have to be one of those. <laughs> yes. The Dead Don't Die is such one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that was my list. Okay, wow. Oh, wonderful movies. Um, I also had The Farewell. I It was an amazing movie. Um, it's it's like, I, I, I really love how it kind of contrasts like kind of and intersects like cultures together because it's mm. it's it's like you said that like Chinese Chinese American American Chinese or something but it's like I, I want to see it as primarily as an American movie that takes a look at like cultural heritage and kind of going back mm. to that culture and kind of seeing it from the perspective of another culture that you have you you more identify with you know yeah. and they and they, they have a lot of great discussions about the contrast between those cultures and stuff and the whole premise and the whole idea comes out of the contrast between those cultures because the american and the western view cannot really comprehend the idea of why they lie you know yes exactly so, yeah. so it, it's all kind of it, it's a lot in the credit in there that that cultural intersection and stuff, and uh, I afterwards I felt I, I realized that I kind of I always because <laughs> we all have movies in our heads, mm. and this was a movie that I wanted to make. I've uh-huh. been thinking about this movie, but she made it about something else. But I also had a movie about returning to a culture and exploring that culture from kind of an out, outsider in a way where you also are kind of supposed to herit it in, in a way yeah you know and that for me is uh, israel uh. And, and the difference between finland and israel and stuff and i always imagined and i always in my head i wrote that script 
those scenes where a person would uh, return to Israel and stuff, and it would be maybe more about father and son and stuff. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So, so it's like a kind of different family, different scenarios, stuff like this, but it's like so much there was those that, things that I was thinking about, and I, I'm really happy that she made that movie, and yes. like I felt at home there. So, and then uh, you, for, I, I'm, I'm very much between like mar- marriage story, like it's that that score and that like my my feelings about it kind of go up and down. Yeah. But for now, at this moment, it's on my best of list, my top. Ah, uh, this marriage story by yeah. Adam Driver. Yes. Ah. Oh. And Scarlett Johansson. It's, it it I think it does a lot of things right for that type of movie. Uh-huh. It's 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 the observational perspective is kind of just you know just right, you know, and it 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 is very it it, it plays very well with the kind of um, uh, untrustworthy narrator or how it's called. You know, we we don't know their relationship. How can mm-hmm. we think? How can we judge them? And how can we? think about it and stuff and it kind of plays with it it realizes that and it plays with it pretty well um and and i and it is a little bit favorable to the adam driver yeah a little bit more favorable <laughs> it's, it's a lot about him in the end um which is also kind of good when you talk about marriage story and i want to point out also um two two little funny details there was i i i talked to you already before that is this going to be like Iman Beriman's scenes from the marriage? Because I, I, I was like afraid, like, are they, is he trying to do the same thing? Because that is for me like one of my all-time favorite films. And it's it's such a perfect film about relationship. Then in that movie, <laughs> did you notice in the very beginning of Marriage Story, they they are in, the, in their house, in the hallway, uh, somewhere and uh, I think in Cali- California and Adam Driver sees a, 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 a kind of a cutout article on the wall that is framed which is a photograph of Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson as they're like this team director actress team and then the article is entitled scenes from a marriage ah uh, yes 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 I remember <laughs> and, I, and I yelled at them like look there yeah. it is it had to be that I, I didn't really couldn't believe it, and then uh, uh, what was the other thing? Uh, Laura Dern was amazing. Amazing. I I loved her in that movie. Some people point like, like yeah, I, no, I I I absolutely loved her. I I was so yeah. happy with her in that movie and stuff. And um, uh, so it, it is. It's it's quite it's quite good. But um, I'm I'm kind of seeing how how it will live on. You know, and then the Irishman, which we yeah. made a whole podcast about, so we don't talk, go into that. And then um, Us by Jordan Peele. I didn't know. I had it on my list, but I didn't know if it was from the last year. Yeah, it was. It was quite in the beginning, so it kind of. Because it was in the time of the Oscar the mm. last time, so mm-hmm. of course it's part of my list. Sorry. <laughs> that I was thinking about that. That's kind of a, the the curse of time is that we we tend to start to forget what was early on, mm. and then a lot of Oscar buzz starts to happen around 
movies that are playing around at the end of the year mm. and that's kind of criminal to me like you know it's yeah. so unfair you know? <laughs> it's criminal <laughs> so us was amazing it was beautiful uh i it was my expectation of jordan peele was so high after get out because he's mm. so it like mm. because of his intelligence and he really pulled it off like I I was it was it was confusing and it was kind of like challenging but it was so fresh and new way even making that kind of movie it was it's mm. it's a great horror film and um uh a movie that I just saw the uncut gems with Adam but Chandler This also of course it's on my list but it's not from last year No it is It's from this year <gasps> really it came out now so, yeah no but it it no 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 but it was it was it was trying to campaign for oscar so i thought it was this year's so it's uh, you see what the mix up of course i include it on my list it is 2019 yeah it is officially released in oh. 2019 it, it went to theater so maybe but it was released on netflix it oh. came out only like now that in is, february that is is a gem <laughs> <laughs> so you you also added now it mm. it it is a i i uh so like i can tell you like so because i had to kind of hurry up and i i had the opportunity to have kind of a day for myself yesterday so i decided i will have a marathon and i will just push through and i will watch like last bits of films that I, I yeah. I've been wanting to see, which was it was an incredible movie set to see from beginning to finish, like all together. I don't I I I made a whole like thing that I, I start off light enough with Parasite and which is like kind of very very entertaining and very kind of like maybe that was easiest. the light yeah, light that was the lightest <laughs> And then I go, and then I then I speed up the 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 blood pressure by Uncut Gems, which was yeah. like I, I I'm I, when I woke up in the morning I was still shaking, and I, I have yeah. to get that film out of my head because it it I I have to do like this morning I I I, I felt like I needed to watch a Koreeda film before our talk just to cool down because yeah. it, it 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 really blew my mind Uncut Gems like it, it it's still in my in my in my muscles that film I, it's, yeah, it's yeah. too much like the, the tension in that film like it's oh. everybody's yelling and angry so <laughs> all the time it's like it's 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 kind of a crazy movie like and and but so beautiful and so brilliant moments and like yeah. it it it's it, it maybe one of the most confident movies I've seen all year like they knew what they were doing and they did it's, it and it's a kind of a circle thing that from beginning to end it's one ball it's yeah complete. that rolls and it goes nowhere all the time it's circling and it's like a loop a hamster wheel that this guy is in and I couldn't imagine how this is going to end like yeah where how can they end this movie and they kind of did something kind of new and fresh in my opinion like it's it's some yeah. it's, it, there's there's yeah. some kind of weird dualism going on at the end. yes but we don't spoil it that it's just just no. like kind of like what that like it, it's it's yeah. great and that tension brilliant is, yeah it's it's the thickest movie of the year and um 
Um, so that 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 was like amazing. And um, finally, of my best of, this is kind of maybe come to you as a weird movie or something, but it is officially a movie, and I loved it to my heart. And <laughs> it's uh, animation movie called Invader Jim Enter the Florpus. Uh, oh, I never heard about it. Is, it. It's on Netflix and it's uh, animation. I don't know if you like it. Uh, it's maybe not your type, but it's um, it's it's a movie. It's it's a movie adaptation. Like we had the Breaking Bad movie. So this is like Invader Jim the movie. And Invader Jim was this uh, was it in the nineties? This um, or the early two thousand? I think. Early two thousand um, TV cartoon uh-huh. about uh, uh, it, it's 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 a very dark kind of dark comedy uh, cartoon so not for like the most smallest children um, about an alien that is is <laughs> we have an alien race that are invading worlds and then there is this one general of that alien army called invader jim who is like the most idiotic it's like a mr bean or something uh-huh. like an idiotic person and the and the leaders want to get rid of him because he's ruining everything all the time so they they banish him and they make make up a mission like okay we have a very special mission for you but in reality they just want to get rid of him so they uh-huh. send him to the farthest corner of the universe where they think there's nothing there and he, by accident, he ends up on Earth. And <laughs> he, in his mind, he's like super into invading stuff and he wants to please his leader. So he comes to Earth and then he thinks, I, now I have to invade Earth by myself. And then they will come and they will see that I have invaded the Earth for them. So, and then the whole series is about him trying to invade Earth and he never succeeds. And it's like, it's like a... Um, Bugs Bunny, you know, in a way, you know, Warner Brothers or something. And there's a human, and and he he he, he pretends to be a human by uh, he has like red eyes, so he puts like uh, lenses on his eyes, so he looks like human, but he still has green color, skin color. And then he goes to school because he looks like a boy. And in the school, there is a a, a boy, a human boy, who is like he's like the murderer from X Files. It's like super into alien conspiracies and stuff. And he he's the only one who sees that there's a green-skinned human boy in our class. And, and that's an alien. And nobody is else this, realizes it. Is this animation? Or this is, is animation, yeah. And, <gasps> it, and it's, it's very absurd and stuff. And there's it's, it's brilliant. I, I love it. It's like one of my favorite cartoons. And it's very absurd humor and, and, and stuff. And very dark sometimes. Kind of horror elements mm. even. But great social commentary, and mm. I I was blown out of my mind to learn that in 2019, out of nowhere, they made a movie from a like decade old, a couple of decades old cartoon or something like out of nowhere. Uh-huh. God bless Netflix, and I saw it, and it was like how it I it it was a kind of a hard thing to to make little cartoon episode into a whole movie, but they did it and I loved every second of it and it deserves oh. my top place. It's great. Oh. So if people like that kind of fun, uh, fun, crazy, um, brilliant, dark animation, then 
check it out. It's great. <laughs> yeah. So that was it. That was <laughs> yeah. your list. Yeah, that's my 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 top movies. Top. And uh, I reserved a special place to honor the movies that because my my rating system is that nine out of ten or four and a half stars is like perfect a movie can become you know like it's the highest quality of cinema and you know uh-huh. it's like and nothing is perfect but they these are like really pure diamonds of you know mm. um so uh, highest highest that i can kind of objectively give in if that even is possible for me and but then i reserve um 10 out of 10 or 5 stars to kind of that that's like my perfect score in the sense that it also above that becomes like ingrained personally to me you know yeah. it, it has extreme deep personal value and it touched me like it's not just pure entertainment or just something that I, because i love cinema and stuff but it's like it's my movie uh, yes. So these are like, and there was, there was, so it doesn't happen often that I will get like 10 out of them. Yeah. So there was a, a handful of movies of 2019 that received this very special honor. Yeah, well. And they were, uh, first of all, Parasite. It, it really, th- th- that's, that's, it's, it's kind of a very perfect exploration of of how it feels to live in this society so that was one and then the other one uh was the lighthouse yes which was a a, a kind of a miraculous experience it, was, it it hit me flat down yeah <laughs> it from the very first moment it doesn't let you go. It's as it's, it's as thick as Uncut Gems. It's crazy movie. Like I I was thinking about it, and it's in a way it's so obvious movie. Like Lighthouse, mm-hmm. two guys, and it's a horror story. You can imagine what will happen. You like, can do any kind of blah blah out of it, and they did something else. <laughs> yeah, like like it's it's kind of everybody might have imagined that movie in their head. And he did it, and he did it in such a way that feels timeless. And I felt like not just because of the frame rate, frame uh, aspect ratio, or you know, like style, uh, but in a way that I feel like why haven't this movie already existed? It's like yeah. this movie is a movie that has should have always been there, and it yeah, is... and it was black and white even. It yeah, could it, have been. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like it's not just because of that, but like no, it, no, it. It is a kind of a weird time travel movie. In, in, in also, also, the the cinematography there is so amazing that I think it maybe wins Deakins. Yeah, that's it's it's pretty hard. Like, mm. I as much as I love Deakins, this 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 kind mm. type of films really push yeah. boundaries and really like you should take a something. sack and put all the prizes and give it to them lighthouse acting <laughs> directing music like it was editing the, it was the so clothes brilliant. the, the yeah. furniture everything about that movie was so 
crazy. And side uh, acting and the main acting. And <laughs> even the seagulls acted brilliantly. <laughs> the animal acting. <laughs> yeah, they had seagull handlers, like remembering. Uh, it's a film which will not exhaust itself. You can see it, a classic. Yeah, but I I don't know if I'm ever able able to see it again. <laughs> <laughs> and it and 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 it was my it was my last movie yesterday. So I I I, I think I I didn't finish it. I I started with Parasite. I speed it up with Uncut Gems, and I went into the void. Yeah. With Lighthouse, where and and you can imagine it was like it was late yeah. night that time and I was dead tired and exhausted and I and I'm and I'm living in the lighthouse with those guys and it, I was going as crazy as them it was yeah. it was really like Iman Berryman's the hour of the wolf you know like <laughs> that that moment when you go mad you know and it's it was it it really touched me very deep and it's 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 really my type of movie and like like that that the level of paranoia in that like this is true horror for me you know yeah uh, brilliant and it was but it was also funny in the same way as Anga Gems that it's like people being shouting at each other being really mad <laughs> <laughs> so it was funny at sometimes like these yeah. guys it's like a, in in fact in in short words it was a great year yeah and um one last movie which deserves as much praising like next to my lighthouse and parasite i have a, a very a surprising movie that i don't know i have never nobody's talking about it's my but it is highly reviewed so it's not like everybody hates it but nobody talks about it nobody gives it the amount that it deserves because it's kind of such a small movie yeah. but even smallest movies can be of the highest quality value, value yeah. to, uh, to to cinema, and that is the Netflix film, and again another Netflix film, uh, Badleton. Uh, it's on my list also, but I I gave it up because I thought it's from the last year, so the year before. <laughs> again, <laughs> I watched it three times, and I I want to see it again. It's endless uh, pleasure. Yeah, it's strange to say pleasure because it's so hard. It is, but it is like like Correda way or Alexander Bain way, like sideways or something. It's it's such a light-hearted thing. I want to go back to those it, friends. I want to be of, with them. And it's one of those films which help you actually. Yeah, it's like we we all the other things are so heavy, like Parasite, Lighthouse, and Marriage Story, and us and you know like Anka Gems they, they are so heavy and they are like on the best you know best movies but Paddleton was is so pure and warm and 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 it, it brings up this other side of emotions like this this kind of love towards each other and like true friendship and yeah it's it's really like even just thinking about like I, I've noticed like and why I really put it high like 10 out of 10 is because i know this that i'm thinking about it so much in my head those yeah. friends and that thing that happens mm. in the movie and how the ending of that movie is something it's it's so purely made that it's i don't know how how have i ever seen or like i have seen often such a like touch of like realism or like pure 
mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. Like it's just, I know they're actors and I know that it's all script and it's a movie, but it's, it's, it really it's so feels like sensitive. it's really happening. And yeah, it's sensitive, real. It, and it's, but it, it yeah. happens in such a beautiful way and it's, yeah, it's, it's undescribable feeling that you can, I, I, I the connection that I have to that movie. So like, and then I, I, I Hey, I'm almost tearing up about it, <laughs> but uh, it, it it reminds me of a friend that I, my friend, that is very dear to me. When I see the other guy, you have the, you have the Ray Romano, the, was it Ray Romano? The, yes, Ray everybody, Romano. Ray, everybody loves Raymond, which is absolutely amazing in it. Yeah. And then you have his friend. Uh, and, and whenever I see that guy in that movie and stuff, I'm just thinking about the friend of mine. Oh, and, and it makes yeah. me feel very happy. And, yeah. and, and now it's just like, yeah, it's it's. But that's that's really nice to hear. And I that's yeah. why I wanted to put it as the very last because I, as much as I love all of those things, it 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 is like for me the best movie of the year. But now, do I break this thing if I say that I? Remembered when you mentioned Koreeda, I I remembered this film of his, which is one mm. of the best. I forgot because I had to make so quickly this list. This truth, which is it's uh, spoiled in Finland by name, Fabian's memories, <laughs> Mem- uh, memoirs. No, so anyway, it's it's. Yeah. It's a work of art, it's, and the story. It's incredible when you watch it, and and please watch it and take take carefully watch it and see all the points he makes there about the story, how it connects to uh, Wizard of Oz, Dorothy, and the, all this, the yellow brick roads and things, and and the. That goes into in many many levels into the family mm-hmm. there, and all because of Juliet Binoche. Wow! Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, she she asked him to do the film. Yeah. So this is Correa's like French movie that he made. Um, yeah. The guy who yeah, made Shoplifters and like, um, like 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 son like uh, like father like son and. Film. So now it was his first like French movie and stuff. So yeah, very and, exciting to see. And it. who knows, one of the, the maybe the last ones of uh, of Catherine Deneuve mm. because she's getting older and older. I hope she will never die. Sure. But <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's amazing skill mm. what he's doing in that film. So I had to mention it. Yeah, great. Well, I'm I'm very happy that you re- you you remembered it because of what I was talking about Pendleton and everything. So, yeah, like, so for sure. Thankful like, for this it, that you mentioned Uncut James because of <laughs> that was quite a many <laughs> movie that you were confused. Ah, uh, and then the pleasures of the my year last was Breaking Bad and uh, and uh, Better Call Saul and Ozark. Ozark is. Is the those three, and then now I got into Sopranos, and I know that all this is gone long time ago for all the people, and they don't talk about it. But these were blessings for me last year. Yeah, Better Call Saul was like awesome. Like 
I think I got into Breaking Bad last year also. I'm not really sure now. Um, but I think so. So I would say that it was my highlight also. I, like you, I also, very, very late I came into it. But um, for me, even more was Better Call Saul. For me, both of them. Yeah. But for and, me, both And also. Ozark. I think you haven't seen Ozark. No, I haven't seen Ozark. I, I did see... Uh, um, again, uh, maybe a weird one to mention, I don't know, but it deserves to be there to mention. Is uh, I, uh, I've been watching this uh, animation series on Netflix called uh, Sira and the Princesses of Power. Oh, I don't know. It's, Animations it's, are hard for me. Yeah, and then it, it <laughs> can sound weird, Sira and the Power. The Princesses of Power, which is from the He-Man universe, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> masters yeah. of the universe and stuff. Oh. Like it's, it's kind of. I was also very surprised, but it's it's brilliant. It's one of some of the best writing I have seen in recent times in a series uh -huh. yeah, uh, yeah. Of, of about of characters, relations, and uh, villains and heroes. Like it's just marvelous. It it I I cannot imagine. I don't understand how animation can. For children, especially like children, animation is becoming better and better every year, and it has Sira is really pushing it again, like the the standard to higher levels. Like I, I, I it's like something we we are existing now in a kind of golden era of children animation, and in golden era of cinema also, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't that every year? Not, not was always. There was a time when television came. It was mm. so long time ago. But when it came and people stayed at home and didn't go. But now it's yeah. revived like nothing. It's yeah. like books. They and, never die. And I think uh, uh, it's, a, it's a thing to, to mention that, that part of it I feel like is Netflix. And how it's kind of combining also like series and movies and stuff and mm. these days when you when you open up Netflix and you when the, the move the way they are releasing movies and series and all kind of specials and stuff they are kind of all blending together in this service of Netflix yeah. and it kind of it it, it it it's it's wonderful in the sense that they are like giving projects to animators and they're getting Klaus and Invader team and like that would normally be very hard like Animations are, I think, very hard to get uh, green light and like getting into production and stuff. Um, but in Netflix, they kind of have a home where they can just like let them do stuff. And God bless them, like let just give animators projects to do and let them make whatever they want. And and you can kind of start to see that they there can be so many different ways. Like Disney always has to make Disney movies and stuff, but Netflix can make so many variation they they have a very open kind of book and it that when they are releasing movies like the irishman on yeah. netflix and stuff i think it's an interesting thing in the sense that it creates an interesting kind of contrast between like let's say the series on netflix because then we are starting to watch series as cinematically as the movies you know it's kind of it's kind of blending that expectation and that value together you, you know and that's very good i think that we are starting to we are in a very for sure we are in a golden age of series and tv and 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 it's good also good to mention uh, what uh, lulu wong said about um 
uh, about Netflix when they were discussing and on the same table with Martin Sorces and stuff because Martin Sorces went to Netflix with his Irishman and stuff and they were talking about how Netflix kind of gives that freedom or something I remember but then uh, the director of Farewell Luang um, mentioned that she she couldn't do that because she Netflix kind of has this thing where you cannot really develop your identity so well as independent like filmmaker you know like 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 she she was just kind of she starting up with her movies and stuff you know and she has to kind of develop that brand ah, that is her yeah. name you know yeah. Martin mm-hmm. says it's easy because he has that brand already for years and he goes to Netflix mm-hmm. and there's there's he can stand next to Netflix but if Fairware would have gone to Netflix it would have been a Netflix movie and that's hard to because even marriage story i think it at first it was for me i didn't see noah's name in it like i i didn't connect that and you see it's like a marriage story on netflix and you it it kind of it, it it's it's very much a branding issue also like how it market itself you know and mm. so farewell it went to this production company a24 that 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 did also lighthouse and you know, like it, uh-huh, it, it, okay. it, it's really good movies that is coming out from that studio, and it kind of is able to stand on its own. The farewell and stuff, mm-hmm. and and I, it, yeah, it it's a it's a smaller movie by now, and that's why why it's so hard to be in the Oscars and stuff. You know, because mm-hmm. it's you have to have a lot of money and you have to have a big movie to go there, and mm-hmm. you know. So, so. Uh, it's a really funny point that you always pronounce this Martin Scorsese, you pronounce it Sorcese. <laughs> because Sorry. it sounds like a Sorcese, you know? <laughs> He's like a Sorcese, like a witch who makes movies fitting, <laughs> no? Uh, I'm sorry. No, uh, I, that's, I, that's, I, that's I, why I'm... I haven't corrected it, yeah. it's uh, really nice. Yeah, so... I think that's it. I don't think there's anything more to add. Okay, so that's about our points of the cinema world last year. Yeah, so go and see these films. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. The original music for our team was made by Kevin MacLeod. If you would like to get more content for each episode, I recommend checking out our website, mothersandmovies.com. And if you like our show, please read it on iTunes and share it with your friends. That would be really nice. Thanks a lot and bye.